Praise the Lord. This is Elder Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you today. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. And we honor our leadership today, our Honorable Pastor Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Senior of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. And to all of you today, uh, we thank God for another opportunity to journey through the word of the Lord uh, as we are on our daily bread broadcast to bring to you uh, some enlightenment through the scripture dealing with our topic on this uh, particular week, uh, where is your faith? And so we're going to go a little bit more in depth, uh, meaning you're going to have to probably pull your Bibles out uh, to deal with uh, this particular uh, session on today. And so you may want to follow along with us because uh, we're going to get into some in-depth study of faith. And uh, we want to, first of all, uh, definitely offer prayer for all families and those that are seeking the Lord, uh, especially those that are seeking the revelation of Jesus Christ uh, in terms of being born again, uh, especially those that need to be revived and reclaimed. Uh, we want to uh, pray uh, to God and uh intercede for the people of God that the Lord may grant you with the riches of his glory. And uh, we are praying for all families that are bereaved and those that are going through at this time. And so we dare not forget those uh, that have lost loved ones. Let us continue to keep uh, those up before prayer in the body of Christ, as well as uh, outside of the body of Christ and our families and uh, in uh those that we're acquainted with, uh, let us pray that the Lord will continue to touch them as well as those that we're surrounded by. Uh, we live in a world that's filled with violence. And so none of us uh, are going through life and not seeing what's going on around us. And so what I mean by that is it's, it's been time to pray and saints, we need to pray. And so we're gonna touch and agree today and pray uh, that God will just continue to uh, bless the people of God and also he will continue to save through the hands of his people and through his witnesses. Amen. And so let us go before his throne. Remember our presider, uh, presiding bishop, Bishop Dr. Charles Bennett and First Lady Mother Bennett and to our assisting presider, Bishop Webb and Mother Webb, let us pray for them that the Lord continue to strengthen them as well as our Executive Council Board of Bishops and the entire National Pentecostal Power Churches. Let us pray for the entire body of Christ that God will continually uh, grant us with increase and also with power, uh, formidable power that will cause us to stand in these last and evil days. So let us pray at this time. Uh, let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, O Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for another opportunity to be Oh, God, in the midst of thy people, and as we pray today, we ask, O oh Lord, that you would direct us through the word of the Lord as we talk about, O oh God, O oh God, faith and what it is, O oh God, to fully be assured through the word of God that we may proclaim all the things, O oh God, that you, O oh God, have granted unto your people in the name of Jesus through your death, burial, and resurrection. And, O oh God, also, hallelujah, glory to God through your life. We thank you right now 
for, O oh God, granting us, O oh God, repentance. We thank you, Lord, for the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And Lord, we pray that you would touch those families that are going through. We pray now, Lord, that you would give us increase. O oh God, as our flesh decrease, let your anointing increase in our lives that we may, O oh God, go forward and, O oh God, proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. That somebody may come crying, what must I do to be saved? And Lord God, in turn, O oh God, believe and repent of their sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of their sins and be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise, and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. Amen. So we're going to uh, get right into this uh, particular subject today as we talk about where is your faith and uh we're going to get into some things today as we talk about it. And the first thing we want to talk about is to have faith, one must uh, trust and believe in God. And so first place we're going to start is for those that say they believe. And we talked about Luke chapter 8, verse number 22 and we know that the disciples on the boat and Jesus told them and gave them word to go to the other side. And when we receive a command from God, we should have full assurance that God is not going to have us do something that's going to cause us uh, uh, to be uh, not divinely pro uh, uh, provided for. And so what I mean by that, Jesus told them to go to the other side, meaning him being in the boat along with them, that they were going to get to the other side. And so when God is on board with us, we need to believe that there is a blessing on the other side of through, meaning no matter what we're going through, the Lord is going to take us through even when we don't see our way through. And so I know it's difficult to see right now because we see the clouds, we see the wind. We see the waves, we see the storm. But what we miss when we get into our panic, when we get into our fear, when we get into our anxiety, we miss uh, the point of view that God word has assured us already of what he's promised. And so let us take a look here. <clears throat> We're going to go a little bit in depth here because let us take, take a look. You know, if, 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 if we say we have uh, faith uh, toward God and in God, we should have full assurance that God will do just what he said he would do. And so uh, sometimes we run into issues with this because in life there's difficult circumstances that come. Hmm? And sometimes God chooses to work through those difficult uh circumstances huh in our lives huh to demonstrate his power oh glory be to god and i want to let you know uh, the scripture said jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered and we're also going to learn through things that we suffer and it's very very important you know as we take a look at this topic today it's very important that we uh sharpen our faith and that we have our faith increased 
And there's two points I want to deal with in this class today. You know, many people want to have their faith increased, but they disconnect themselves from the word of God. And there is no way there can be uh, an implantation or an impartation without the word of God. Mm? Now, the Holy Spirit is, 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 has been imparted, but the increase comes through the word of God. Oh, Lord, I, I know I don't have time to work with this theology today, but I'm going to get right to it, to the exegesis to explain what I mean, because it's very important that we understand in Romans 10 and 17, it plainly says, so then faith come by hearing. Hmm? And in this particular scripture, when it deals with hearing, it deals with application of what we've heard. Oh, because we got plenty of people that are forgetful hearers, but this deals with understanding and properly applying what we've heard. And because 2 Timothy 2 and 15 tells us to study, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We are not rightly dividing the word if we think the word doesn't need to be studied. Praise God. And we need to search the scriptures for in them, according to St. John 5 and 39, that we think we have eternal life, for they are they which testify of the Lord Jesus. And we need to know, oh, glory be to God, that our faith only can be increased through the application of hearing and becoming doers of God's word, according to James 1 and 22. Now, let us go to another scripture. We we want you to reference Luke chapter 8. We hope you've uh, studied it and read it up to this point. We're not going to go back there because we need to fast forward and get into the exegesis, the explanation of where's your faith. So now let us take a look here. Sometimes I said earlier in the week, uh, our faith can be challenged and our faith will be challenged. And the world is going to continue to challenge the believer's faith. Let me tell you why. Because Jesus said in St. John, he prayed a prayer in John 17. Go back and reference it. Uh, let me let me just get it. Lord have mercy. I want to go and get it real quick because we need to reference this real quick. In John 17, uh, Jesus prayed a prayer. This is the Lord's prayer. You know, we, 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 we say the Lord's prayers, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You know, that's not the Lord's prayer. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. No, that is not the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer is in St. John chapter 17, but we don't have time to get it all. But we want to uh, just get a point uh, in St. John 17, 8 and 9. He says, for I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them. Hmm? And he says here, and have sure, have known surely that I came out hmm? from thee. You got people that say they have faith and don't know Jesus is God. Hmm? Hmm? How you gonna have faith in God and deny the Son? Hmm? Oh, let me get out of here. I know. 
I know I'm messing with your theology today. We said we know God, but we don't know the Son. Oh, let me get out of here. Oh, glory be to God. Let me, let me, let me get where I'm going here. I don't want to get sidetracked. But he says here in verse number uh, eight, he says, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they believe that thou didst send me. Now, you got to believe uh, that God sent his son into the world. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? This, this got to be believed upon this word of God. The sole principle of faith is believing not only in God, but also believing the word of God, what God has already spoken concerning, oh, glory be to God, the body of Christ. Oh, glory be to God. So I'm going to challenge your faith today because we said we have faith, but we can see in some areas of our walk, our faith have not developed into full assurance. Let me, let me show you what I'm talking about here because he goes here in verse number nine and he says, I pray for them. Jesus says that he pray for them. He said, I pray not for the world. This is my point of exegesis. The world is going to challenge the believer's faith. Look at this now. But he said, he ain't praying for the world. Hmm? And so, saints, we need to make sure that we are applying our prayer in the proper place. We can pray for our officials. We can pray for uh, different circumstances that's going on in our world today. But we cannot pray for the world because the world, oh, glory be to God, lies in wickedness. Oh, I got to get out of here. I got to go. I know. I know. I might be going a little bit too far here today, but I want to let you know the world lies in wickedness. And except they repent, Jesus said, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. So we must have faith in God's word that God is going to perform just what he said. Look at this now. In St. John 17 and 9, he says, I pray for for them, the disciples, those he called, those he chose. I pray not for the world, but for them. Hmm? Uh, he said, I pray for them, which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And he says, all mine are thine, and thine are mine. And I am glorified in them. Hmm? And he said, I, I am now no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, he says, keep them through thy own name, whom thou hast given me. Here's the revelation right here. Jesus is the saving name. God gave the name. Oh, let me get out of here. Jesus is the name. So if you have faith in God, you have to have faith in Jesus. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. Mm. So where is your faith? Because we say our faith should be on what God has said through his word. Look at this. And sometimes we say we have faith just like the boys in Luke chapter 8. He said, let us go to the other side. When they start going to the other side, a circumstance arose. Glory. And I want to let you know, just as sure, oh, glory be to God, as you're breathing, 
there's something going to come in your path in your life. And it's going to challenge your faith. And when it does, you must respond with full assurance. All glory be to God that you're going to trust God's word. Hmm? Look at this. He says here, he says that we may be as one, be one as we are, that they may be one as we are. So I'm going to stop right there. You can read in your study time, but I want you to see that prayer. He says, and in verse 13, and now I come to thee that these things I speak in the world that they might have, uh, may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So I want to, I want I want to look at this point, read that in your study time. But now in order to have God's joy fulfilled in them, they had to continue to walk in God's word. And so when we look at the, when we look at the word faith, as we look at it as the word faith, it has to be, uh, uh, connected with belief, trust, full assurance. And so if we say we have faith and don't have any works to go with our faith, this is where the boys go down in the boat and says, Lord, we perish. And he says, where's your faith? So, so let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. They go down to the bottom of the boat and they say, we perish. But Jesus responds after first speaking to the wind and speaking to the waves, oh, glory be to God. Let me, let me go here. I just got to go back to Luke uh, chapter 8 real quick. Let me, let me get Luke real quick. I got to go back there. Oh, Lord. It's going to take a little explanation here. Let me, let me go back to Luke uh, chapter 8. Let's go to Luke chapter 8, and uh, I'm going to put the scripture on the screen. All right, so I'm going to put the scripture on the screen for you and let you see what I'm talking about here. We're going to put the scripture on the screen, and I just got to uh, go back and grab my, uh, my, my bookmark here. All right, so I'm going to grab my bookmark here, and I got it marked. So now let's take a look here. Let's go a little bit deep here. It says here, uh, Luke 8 and 24. And it says, and they came to him and awoke him saying, master, master, we perish. Now I want to let you see how anxiety, how fear, how doubt, can set in in a moment's notice hmm? and they were so par filled with paranoia hmm? they had forgot all about the teaching they had forgot all about the Messiah being with them they had forgot all about hmm? the works and the examples 
that have been demonstrated before them by the Lord himself. Hmm? And if we tell the truth, we sometimes, when things slam up on you and crash up on the shores of our life, we don't always respond with faith first. When we should. Now, I know somebody going to ask the question, why don't we? Well, there can be many answers to that. But I want to let you know, not everyone responds in faith. We should. We should grow to that level. We should mature to that level where we respond in faith to God's word. Hmm? When things come crashing upon our lives. But we must remember, there is a human side of us and there's a flaw within the humanity of us. And we, if we default to that humanity, then we will not please God. This is why Romans tell us, to, uh, you know, therefore now there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We must be in full assurance of God's word. And this, why, this is reason why, rather, this is the reason why we need to search God's word daily so we can be filled with full assurance of God's word. Hmm? And this is why Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Hmm? The less hearing of God's word, the less faith we will have. The more hearing of God's word, the more faith we will have. And this is why the church is becoming spiritually weak. I know, I know y'all ain't gonna agree with me. Some of y'all ain't gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna challenge your theology today. This is why uh, portions of our churches and our ministries have grown weak and spiritually deficient because we lack the exercising of our faith. Hmm? And James talk about it. We're going to go to James chapter two. But when the storm came, they went in paranoia, went in disarray and said, we perish and they were still breathing. Hmm? How are, you, how are you talking if, if you're dead? I understand the anxiety that was brought. I understand the threat of the storm was real. I understand that the boat was taken on water. Hmm? But he says, then he arose. And the first thing Jesus does hmm, is he rebukes the rage of wind and then he speaks speaks to the raging water and then they cease and there was a calm. And then the next step is he speaks to them and he says to them, where is your faith? He did not know. Oh, glory be to God. Oh Lord. So we can look at this in two forms. Why did you doubt? Hmm? Why didn't you believe? Or what did you do? What I deposited in you. And I want to let you know today, we go to somebody, some of us, we go to somebody ministry two or three times a week and we get the word deposited in us. But not everybody receives the word. Oh, I got to go. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Not everybody receives the word. 
Some people here and it go in one ear, out the other ear. I know. I know you ain't going to agree with me, but it's the truth anyhow. And so with that being said, we are being challenged, not only by the world, but with life circumstances and situations that come up on us. And none of us ask for the situation. Oh, let me quit. Hmm? But I must ask the same question Jesus asked the boys. Where's your faith? Because we're going to need it. And if you think you're going to need, you, oh, glory be to God. Riches, uh, possession does not equate faith. Substance does not equate faith. But faith is a substance. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? Notice our stuff won't help us in trouble, in times of trouble. Oh, glory be to God. But our faith can be an anchor for the soul. Oh, I got to go. When the storms of life is raging. Glory. Oh, y'all going to mess around and make me run today. Glory. Huh? When the storms of life begin to rage, we can speak to the storm by simply saying, Lord, stand by me. Because you, sometimes we don't have strength to go through the storm. Sometimes we don't, oh, glory be to God, know what to say or what to do in the storm. But when you call on the name of the Lord, the Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run into it and dare say, we not only got to trust what God says, but we got to believe what he says. Because David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. There's, there must be a word that we must adhere to, meaning we must apply the word to ourselves so that we'll have the strength to stand in the day of adversity. Look at this. I got to get out of here. I got to go. I'm, I'm, a, I'm over my time now. I got to get out of here. But I want to say this to you. Uh, let me, let me, uh, let me get this one uh, uh, piece for you. Let me get this one piece for you. When we say we have faith, this means we have full assurance. This means we're fully uh, are been persuaded. Paul said, I'm persuaded that neither life nor death, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other creature shall be able to separate me from the love of Christ. Look at this. We must have full assurance and firm conviction. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hmm? We must say no matter what the situation is in our lives. Huh? We must know the Lord is working on it. Hmm? And this is what I want to deal with in Luke 8 and 25. They should have known that the Lord was going to work it out somehow. We sing the song, I got to make this journey somehow. Hmm? And we say, Satan's on my track trying to turn me back. I got to make this journey. You're not going to make this journey without faith. Oh, glory be to God. I won't let you know. You can pack your bags with full of Vienna crackers, huh? with Spam, with lunch meat and bologna. You can pack it up to the gill. But if you don't put faith in the bag, all that is a waste of your time.
Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? So we better make sure that we're packing our spiritual bags with faith. Oh, glory be to God. And I want to get something in James as I get ready to get out of here. But I want to let you know that uh, oh, faith is connected to a covenant that God has made with man. I, I know. I, I, keep, I keep going into this a little deeper, though. Faith has to be connected with a covenant that God has made with us. Huh? And, oh, we always in the Old Testament now. Oh, I got to get out of here. In the Old Testament, the covenant they always break. Oh, I got to go. Hmm? But God had to put this word in our heart. Hmm? He had to take it off the tablets of stone and put it in our heart so we could stand. Oh, I, I got to go. Let me get out of here. It's important that you have faith. Let, let me go to another point here in James. I got to go to James. Go to James chapter 2. We're going to go to James chapter 2. As we close and get out of here. James chapter 2. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go uh, 2 and I'll see where we're going here. All right. Let's go to James 2 and 14. 14. James 2 and 14. James 2 and 14. We're going to go there. All right. And James 2 and 14. I'm going to read it for you. It says here, What do it profit, my brother? Though a man say he has faith and have not works. Now we will look at Luke chapter 8, verse number 24 and 25. Jesus asked, what happened to your faith? Where did it go? Hmm? He knew they were supposed to have it. There's no question in my mind because he wouldn't ask, where was it? He knew they had faith. But when the test came, hmm? this is why Jesus goes back and gives them the word, where's your faith? Where's your trust? Where's your confidence? Mm -hmm. Where's your conviction? Where's your deep-seated, oh, glory be to God, affection set upon? Mm -hmm. We can say we love God. We can say we have a relationship with God. But when the test comes, it's going to show where our faith stands. Mm -hmm. And if it stands mm -hmm. with the commandments of men, if we only have faith in man, and not the true essence of faith is to trust God's word. Because when you can't trace his hand, you ought to be able to trust God's word. Because God will never deviate from his word. Hmm? That's two things God will not do. Well, there's a lot of things he will not do. But I'm saying two main principles that he would not do. He will not go against his word and he will not lie. Hmm? And so I want to let you know, God is not a man that he should lie, according to Numbers 23 and 19. But look at this. What do it profit, my brother, though a man say he has faith? We can say, I got faith. I can say, I got faith. Huh? 
But I won't let you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to build your faith on this broadcast day. I'm trying to challenge us today as people of God that I'm trying to help uh, be a faith builder because we got to keep building on our faith. We can't never stop building. All glory be to God. The moment notice you stop building on your faith, that's when the enemy going to throw a circumstance, throw a monkey wrench in your program and all things going to break loose and you're going to say, what's going on here? Look at this. Keep building your faith, believers. Keep building your faith, young people. Keep building your faith, believers out there. Because we cannot afford to get into this uh, new age church that we're in today where people think they can stop trusting and believing in God. And I was looking at this broadcast, this documentary yesterday. They said it's now uh, almost 80% of people stop going to church now. That's, that's, hor that's horrific. And they talk about the millennials and the Z generation no longer go to church. I'm giving you fact. Matter of fact, maybe next week uh, or maybe uh, Friday, I'll pull up the documentary and, and put it on for you. But here's the thing. These are facts that uh, uh, Christian scientists have pulled in their study of religion, of church. And so what I'm saying is whether it be uh, all faiths combined or whether it just be certain faiths, we still must look at the scripture, the prophecy of the scripture is correct, that man was going to depart from the faith. That's what the Bible says. And so this is why we need faith building because the Bible said men going to depart from the faith and they're going to give heed to seducing spirits and to doctrines of death. Oh, I got to go. Oh, y'all, I, I, I feel like going a little bit farther, but I got to go. I will pick this back up if the Lord's will on Friday. But let me finish reading the James 2 and uh, 14, 18. I'm going to drop this on you. If the Lord's will, we're going to pick this back up if the Lord's will. Please submit your questions and comments on Facebook or YouTube so we can get back in here and dig a little bit farther with where's your faith. Look at this. He says here, though a man say he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? Hmm? James asked a question. If a brother or a sister be naked and destitute of daily food, huh? he says here in James 2 and 15, if a brother or sister be naked or destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, and be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding you give him or give them not those things which are needful to the body. What do it profit? Hmm? This is what I'm saying. I'm going to break it down in the lamest term, Luke 8 and 24 and 25. It made no difference or made no sense for the boys to get on the boat with Jesus, having full assurance that he was the Messiah. There was no question about it because they asked, who did men say I am? Peter answered the question, said, thou art the Christ, son of living God. They knew who he was. There's no questions about it. Hmm? But look at this. 
as they journey over to the other side. Hmm? They begin to see a different circumstance. Had nothing to do with Jesus and his capability. Had nothing to do with God, who he was. Had nothing to do with, uh, oh, glory be to God, God being down in the bottom of the ship sleep. Because the Bible says he that keepeth Israel neither sleep nor slumber. Oh, I got to get out of here. Oh, glory to God. I got to go. So even though he was the, oh, glory be to God. God manifested in the flesh. Even though the God man was asleep, God was not asleep. Because hmm? he don't sleep or slumber. And so they, oh, glory be to God, they're hinged their faith. And sometimes we hinge our faith on what we can see. And as long as they can see God performing and God being woke doing things, they didn't think he was the same God. Oh, being asleep. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, they didn't think he was a. Oh, let me get out of here. Glory. They didn't think because he was asleep, he was resting, that he wasn't. He was the same God. And this is what I want to let you know: the same God that delivered you on last year through COVID, uh, through crisis, through cancer. Hmm through death door, through the accident. He's the same God today. Glory. I got to get out of here. Oh, glory be to God. And I want to let you know there are going to be some more things crashing up on our shores. And that includes me. And I got to have full assurance that if God can take me through uh, that, he can take me through this. I got to go. And I, somebody may have some reservations. Somebody may have some concerns. Somebody may have some anxiety. But I'm here to encourage you today as a faith builder, uh, hold on and don't let go of your faith. Oh, glory to God. I got to get out of here, y'all. I'm over time. We love you with the love of the Lord. We're not going to get down to 18. We're going to pick it back up on Friday. But we just want to let you know. Hmm? That faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So there's no sense in us telling that beggar, that hungry person, that homeless person, you know, uh, 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 come on and serve the Lord. They need some bread right now. Hmm? They need some clothes to put on. Hmm? They need some water to drink. Hmm? Oh, I got to go. And we can deal with all uh, the humanitarian side. But we must deal with it all. I want to bring it down to that uh, narrative right there. We must deal with the, with the whole man, body, soul, and spirit. Hmm? And we must minister to all the needs of mankind, hmm? that all men's lives would be saved. Praise God. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God and that TV. Once said, God bless you. We love you today. And uh, we're just uh, grateful and thankful. Uh, to the Lord um, for you on the broadcast today. We want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you for joining the Faith in God in that TV. We want to acknowledge those that are on with us today. Uh, want to say to, uh, uh, I believe, Sister Campbell, we want to say praise the Lord uh, to you and to all of you that are on YouTube and Facebook that are supporting the broadcast. We want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us. 
I hope we said something uh, to kind of encourage and kind of spark a flame uh, for you to keep um, your faith uh, intact and continue to pursue God. For we have some more things, more work to be done in the kingdom of God. And without faith, it's going to be impossible to please him. And so he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And so if you're looking for God to perform something, keep your faith intact. And when you keep your faith intact, you can look for the promise of God to be provided in your life. All right. Because God is not a man that he should lie. And so we want to leave those words with your words of encouragement, words of exhortation with the people of God. And we want to say, God bless you. Thank you for joining the Faith in God and that TV. Until next time, we want to say, God bless you in Jesus' name. And thanks for joining us.